0: Let's
2: go.
3: Live from the Whiskey 61 Lounge inside
1: the Bank Plus Studio.
2: This Live in the studio. Hey. It's
1: the of Bounds Show with Low Bounds. Streaming live worldwide on the of
3: Bounds Radio app. And on your radio at ESPN 105.9. All set, let's go. The Zone. And good morning. Welcome in to the Out of Bounds Show. Woo! Powered by the Golden Moon Casino Sportsbook and Lounge, I'm your host, Bo Bounds. want to thank you all once again for hitting Apple Podcast and or Spotify and uh, searching Out of Bounds with Bo Bounds. Apple Podcast and or Spotify. Thank you. We've had an awesome week on the podcast, and we appreciate you going back and taking a, uh, a nibble or two. Or just making it a feast and running through, you know, three, four, five segments. We appreciate that. Uh, Blake Scott is with me. The show is brought to you by the Golden Moon Casino Sportsbook and Lounge. Yes, you can watch the games there. Yes, they have a full bar. Yes, they have food. And yes, they have plenty of very, very comfortable leather chairs, and 40 TVs, the Golden Moon Casino Sportsbook and Lounge. A little bit different. I'm on the road today, so the Farm Bureau Insurance call-in line is 601-995-1059. That's really for Andre and LSU 10. Um, maybe one more. Uh, but we whittled that thing down to where the callers that do call in are good. RRB sometimes can bring it in pretty pretty good, pretty hot. Um Twitter handle at Bowbounds. Twitter, Twitter at Bowbounds. Um, actually, I haven't checked the Twitters this morning, so y'all can give me an update on the agup.com text line. 601 885 3776. Hopefully, hopefully, Elon Musk is ticking people off somewhere in some time zone, um, which is uh, beautiful and delicious. Uh, Blake? So, you know, one thing in our – oh, we're streaming live real quick. We're streaming live on TheZone1059.com and the Out of Bounds Radio app. The Out of Bounds Radio app. Download it. You'll love it. It's free. Or hit TheZone1059.com. That's TheZone1059.com. So pretty much everybody who – has any kind of, I guess, presence in life. But definitely if you've got a job where you've got to communicate a lot, and I don't know if all you all do this. I figure most of you do. Uh, but the overwhelming majority of the way Blake and I work throughout the day is um, we text I and mean, we don't email our, our guests, right? So any of the guests that we're dealing with around the country, around the state, that's text. And then Blake and I hit each other up constantly throughout the day. And um, Blake went through um, a battle of the phones yesterday.
4: Yes. (laughs)
3: And so it was one of those things where I met uh, three of my friends at Spring Street Cigars in Startville to, without question, solve the world's problems over amazing sticks and some good juice and yes duty Noblefield came up and yes uh you know the tailgating foul pole to foul pole, pole the mardi gras of the spring and all that because uh, these guys have rigs out there um but all of a sudden i look on my phone and i don't know if i catch it all the time but i see i have a direct message on twitter really the only person that directs mes- direct messages me on twitter is phil Longo. So, um, and I'm serious. So I look down, I go, well, maybe Longo wants to come on the show. We had talked about it when he uh, when he went from North Carolina O.C. to Wisconsin O.C., which I think could be really cool, but y'all don't care about that. And so it's from Blake. Hey, man, I don't have a phone. You need to text me. Or I have a new phone. I don't have anybody's number. You need to text me. And at that point, I go, oh, blank. I can't say what i said and boom from there you know we connected so Blake how was the uh how was the battle of the phone yesterday
4: it was no fun man it was yeah. like a, out of nowhere it was like three o'clock in the day and my screen stopped working it was my phone is work like that old phone is still running the alarm went off this morning but it wouldn't I can't touch it I I can touch the screen it doesn't do anything right gotcha. I, I tried to go get it fixed it was going to be like a take way too long and like you said i have to have my phone and this isn't a normal day we're on remote so there were other things going on that i needed to like communicate with people it wasn't even just a normal day so i was like oh man i gotta have some type of phone so i had to go to like four different stores finally i got i got solved uh and shout out milton and jalon who helped me out uh at the store that i ended up at in madison but man it uh Whew, it was str- it was a stressful two hours, too, because everybody was about to close. And I was like, man, if I don't get this phone fixed, I don't know how I'm going to get in touch with these people.
3: But you ate on the floor for the show, That's right. right? That's right, man. Okay. I mean,
4: I was DMing you and Beaver and all kinds of people trying to make sure everything was still so, set up.
3: <laughs> in other words, what you just described is Kirby Smart would have would have given you – you know how coaches love to slap each other on the butt? If you'd have been walking through the building, the Georgia building, and he he would have known what you went through because th- applying that to his world, you would have been doing that so that you could either text, Snapchat, uh, Snapchat, or DM a recruit.
4: Absolutely. He
3: would have given you a hell yeah and then a pat on the butt as y'all were going crossing each other in the hall. Is yeah, that right? I
4: would have earned a helmet sticker. For sure, um, and actually, that's why I needed my phone is because I was trying to DM and Snapchat recruits. So, I don't, you know, it was a tough it was a tough day. I don't know how any of the schools signed any players without me on my phone. It was no kidding. I don't know Twitter. Uh, Twitter. I'm telling you, it was like nobody was on Twitter for those two hours because I wasn't on there. I don't know how to explain. Well, that.
3: I I got to tell you, man, I, I kind of got lost at at which is good for me, as Wendy tells me. Um. I I kind of got lost for time stopped for two plus hours at Spring Street Cigars yesterday, which was nice. And I wasn't even, you know, I had my phone. I'm, you know, they've got those cool leather chairs. I got my phone down beside me in the chair, and and we're just, uh, you know, having a great time and and BSing and all this kind of stuff. And I looked down and I went, ooh ooh, Blake's in a spot that none of us want to be in because phone is. Communication is key, especially if you have any kind of any kind of job. So, not only did Blake eat off the floor, but he got a helmet sticker. Uh, so yeah, I think that's if right. Y'all can't rec- if our listeners can't recognize that, then, uh, well, I, you know, maybe Blake and I should hang it up for a few weeks and come back in March. Um, all right, we talked about Tom Brady yesterday. Jonathan Davis was the. Uh, was what – you know, I don't know what the percentage is of our listeners, and I'll never know, unfortunately, of who really, really, really keeps up with recruiting or who keeps up with it but not as gung-ho as the crew that I just, you know, described. And then I think there's one more tier that just kind of knows. I mean, passing by, give me the quick five-second deal, all right? Um, We know that Ole Miss – uh, follows and is more gung-ho about football recruiting than Mississippi State. It's not close. Uh, Mississippi State has closed the gap over the years because the gap when I started on this show was, wow. It may not have been quite the Atlantic Ocean, but it was – what you know, I was here for it. And when Ogeron got hired, that really changed the game in – in, in, people getting hot and bothered about it excited you know all that um and i'll give o credit i mean that that's what he he's right i mean it's it's players first now you have to have coaching but it is players first and that's all o talked about and he had come from the big shiny southern cal pete carroll matt lineart reggie bush you know all those guys program um But Jonathan Davis decided to sign with Mississippi State, number six player in the state, over Ole Miss. And that's another good get for Zach Arnett and his staff. And David Turner, the D-line coach that coached Chris Jones and, you know, all those guys. Oh, he signed Jeffrey Simmons. Or he recruited, whatever. Back in a second, Big Board on the Out of Bounds Show, powered by MississippiSportsMedicine.com. Yeah, we were talking Jonathan Davis, and then I got sidetracked, um, which happens on this show, and y'all know that. Uh, The Big Board is brought to you by uh, our friends at Mississippi Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Center, Surgery Center Clinic, Lakeland Drive, Flowood. Surgery Center, I've been there. That's where they did surgery on this awesome uh, left knee. And so, surgery center and clinic makes it easy, mississippisportsmedicine.com. We've talked about the sports injuries. We will continue to. Hopefully, we have a lot less arm injuries this year. We're all crossing our fingers for all baseball players, for the Golden Eagles, for the Rebels, for the Dogs, for the Delta State, who's preseason number one. Color me shocked. I'm, you know, kidding. Uh... Wow, Delta State, preseason number one. And that's with all those monsters down in Florida that they have to go to through. You know, they got they, they really did get hosed when they when they drew up that. I didn't ever understand it. I, I understood that Delta State I grew up. I mean, I knew I knew who Boo Ferris was by the time I was you know, my dad told me who he was. I mean, I knew Boo Ferris played at Mississippi State, played for the Boston Red Sox and you know at at eight or nine years old, you knew who boo Ferris was. It was kind of a mythical thing because you didn't you didn't go up into the delta that much. I would later in my life. My dad's from the delta but um you know they got they really we talk about the s e c west and it is the toughest gauntlet in sports i think i do i think it's the toughest gauntlet in all of North American sports but Casey Myrick explained to me he played at Delta State how they drew the thing and how Delta State got West Florida how they got Tampa how they got some of those other schools in Florida with all that population around them and yet they still win and go to you know college world series and so on so uh the fighting okra uh which Blake Blake and I got into some discussion like a month or two ago in the oh Blake talked about the uh the appearance on on the game day ad is that right where they had the uh The Fighting Ochre mascot? I believe
4: that's correct, yes.
3: I think that's where Blake and I went in December, or maybe November. um, It runs together. And December was so insane for us. I mean, it was just crazy. It was somewhat depressing. And and then also, uh, you know, just the tragic deal of Mike Leach. But I was trying trying to take notes the last few weeks on 2022. And Leach, that was just a tidal wave. But – yeah, their their mascot was on one of the college game day little skit reels, whatever you want to call them. Yep. So that's uh, that's freaking cool. That's a too. top
4: top ten nationwide mascot for sure.
3: Yeah, yeah, no doubt. Um, oh, and if you go to the if you go to Cleveland, go the go to the Cotton House. Uh, Cole Ellis and that crew. Uh, he got it, he's a he was a semifinalist for a Beard Award. Uh, dude's a freak. I mean. What they do up there, and and Cleveland's uh, been one of the Delta towns that's been able to really um, sharpen the sword. And uh, they've got some really, really neat places to eat, great places to stay. The Delta State campus is absolutely beautiful. And the Grammy Museum is second to none. You can get lost in there for an hour and a half, and it'll be good for you. It's really, really cool. So, um, but, yeah, Cole Ellis, semifinalist for the – for the James Beard Award, that means you're awesome. So uh, back to Jonathan Davis, uh, Lawrence County. Uh, yeah, I mean, he's the number six player. Y- you want defensive lineman, 6'4", uh, uh, around 300 pounds. We'll see exactly where he lands in Zach Arnett and Matt Brock's defense. I will. It'll be weird to say somebody else's defense, even though I know Zach will be heavily involved, but I think we forget that Matt Brock was elevated to defensive coordinator, and Zach's dropped it twice lately that he is going, I mean, he wants Matt to uh, Brock to run the defense. They were very high on him prior to that, and I think it also gives you an an idea of what Zach thought about Matt Brock, because he could have gone outside. The school was going to give him a uh, ton of dough to go and if he needed to, you know, throw a million and a half plus at that position. And he did promote. They've been from within. They have been working together for three years. Um, prior to all this happening, prior to Leach passing away, I asked one of the people inside the building, who's the best recruiter on the staff? They were adamant. It was Matt Brock. Now, not maybe not today with the new staff. I'm just telling you pre the tri- – you know, what happened – I was told more than once that Matt Brock was was the best recruiter on the staff. Jonathan Davis. We'll see what happens uh, with him. That was an absolute battle between MSU and Ole Miss. One of many, many, many over the years, and one of many, many more to come. When uh, when you got to get on the horse, draw the sword, and and throw down like Blake did yesterday. If you're just out joining us in the second segment, I do want to let you know that Blake did the. This is the first time since we've really made this, our mantra, our slogan, eat off the floor in 2023. We're going to take this show and everything else to another level because of Kirby Smart. And what he said after they won their second national championship and that they have a slogan that if you eat off the floor, you can do something special. And we want to do something special on this show. And Blake decided to eat off the floor yesterday and got a helmet sticker which y'all are pretty funny on the com text line on the huh. whole helmet sticker. So Blake's phone went bonanzas and and he couldn't he couldn't even get the screen going. No. And so he's sh- and I here I am. I'm relaxing on a Wednesday afternoon. I'm with three buddies. at Spring Street Cigars. I'm not check I've got my phone down cuz if you can get whatever it is you do I don't whatever it is you do if you can get especially once you get into you know life you know you don't have to do this necessarily in your uh, teenager you don't think about it 20s even maybe the 30s but if you can get lost for a couple hours and with buddies and the conversation's great and you've got a great cigar whatever it is you do glass of lemonade I don't care uh, that's what I did yesterday with three good friends in the corner of Spring Street Cigars in Starville, which is one of the prettiest cigar lounges and shops in the United States because they took over a an old two story building with exposed beams and brick, and it's just uh, John and and Teddy and all of them did a did an amazing job. And I flipped my phone over and it it was like a it was like a nine one one, and I'm like oh gosh Blake's got to get in touch with like. 14 people today, and I'm, I'm not sure what number he is on the list. And boom, he worked it out, and, you know, we're on remote. And Blake, not only did he eat off the floor, but he gets a he gets a helmet sticker, and I want you all to recognize on the Ag Up Equipment text line. So let's all give Blake an applause. The text line is 601-885-3776. As much as I like to give him a hard time, he found a way. Now, do you have a phone that is operating – like, I guess you have a phone that is op- operational, but it doesn't have your contacts in it, right?
4: Yeah, that's correct. But just like uh, a former head coach in this state, I know how to operate a phone.
3: It's basically the freeze factor. Yeah.
4: Yeah, I got it down, baby. We're going to rock and roll. Look, you know, this is how... This the is freeze how, factor. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> this is how good this uh, I am at my job. I tweeted out that I didn't have a phone. And uh-huh. I didn't I didn't even send a DM to this person, although I was going to, but I sent out that tweet and do you know who texted me? Steve Almost, Palazzolo. Steve Palazzo texted me like five minutes later. And D and then tweeted me back, no, he wasn't gonna text me. <laughs> but Steve oh, did text me. So man, yeah. Is
3: Palazzolo, all right, so he is a bit I think sometimes we take this for granted. We are very fortunate to have a star studded guest um Groups, uh, you know, Palazzolo, Luganville, detillier all the, and many more. Smoot and all that. Um, uh, what Palazzolo is a big time NFL guy. He's with the preeminent site in the NFL, Pro Football Focus, PFF.com. Chris Collinsworth owns it. I think there's one other celebrity, big name too. And, dang, Palazzolo sees that and, and hits you with a DM. How about that, Blake Scott? Dude, I know.
4: That's how I know I've made it is that Steve Palazzolo texts me.
3: I love it. I love it. All right. The Out of Bounds Show is brought to you by USA Pawn. And uh, Nick Fulton and all of our good friends at USA Pawn, you can shop online today, usapawn.com. Get that new TV for uh, the Super Bowl and March Madness, usapawn.com. And good morning. Welcome in to the Out of Bounds Show, one oh five nine the Zone ESPN. We are streaming live on the Zone1059.com in the Out of Bounds radio app. Tom Brady will be in the booth next year. He I mean, unless he changes his mind, you will still see him every single weekend of the NFL. He just won't have one of those cool NFL jerseys or uniforms on. He will be in the booth for Fox with their number one game, making $35 to $40 million a year. Uh, The SEC Insider hit this morning is brought to you by USA Pawn. Six locations to serve you. Six locations, including Vicksburg, which is a really, really, really nice store. Six locations. To serve you, go to usapalm.com. You can see everything that they offer. And if you're looking to upgrade TVs for the Super Bowl, upgrade your TV powered by USA Pawn and their mega store, I-55 South McDowell Road, and usapalm.com. We hit Jonathan Davis. So here are some of the topics. You got Tom Brady retiring. He's going to go to the booth. Blake, you excited about that?
4: Yeah, I thought when you said the booth, you meant the Alabama offensive coordinator booth.
3: That's right. He wants to go and, and work under Nick Saban. <laughs> Does
4: not he want to grind for 80 hours a week coaching 18- uh, to 22-year-olds who can't play the game like he can?
3: Oh, wouldn't that be beautiful? <laughs> no, um,
4: I, I I think Tom Brady at Fox, here's what I'm excited about. Will Tom Brady make an appearance between now and the Super Bowl on Fox?
3: Yeah. yes I would I'm, I'm I would if I'm, yes. Fo-
4: if I'm Fox and I'm already paying him right come on big boy strap it on let's go to work <laughs> come on uh,
3: <laughs> so I think you're right okay uh and the NFL on Fox as you know Blake is the number one show um so that's that's one of the big that's one of the big topics. Tom Brady, I think Blake just nailed it. There'll be something happen in the next couple of weeks uh with Brady and Fox and they're going to do about you know I don't know how many hours leading up to the Super Bowl, but y'all know it's going to be <laughs> insane. I mean, they already do a lot just on cuz Sundays in the NFL are so big. But Michael Strahan, Terry Bradshaw, Jimmy Johnson, they've got they have more star power than anybody else. By the way, everybody on the set except the host, as y'all know, is in the Pro Football Hall of Fame.
4: That's insane, okay? by the way. Right, now
3: I want y'all to think about that. Terry Bradshaw, Howie Long, Michael Strahan, and Jimmy Johnson are all in the Pro Football Hall of Fame. That is their group on, you know, Fox on NFL Sunday. Or NFL on Fox, excuse me. By the way, they were just featured, that group, and they're they're on the cover. You can't miss it. If you want to go get it, it's an amazing article. I read it a few days ago. That group is featured in Cigar Aficionado this month, and it is a behind-the-scenes article on why that show has been so successful with Terry Bradshaw, Howie Long, Michael Strahan, who I love, and Jimmy Johnson, who I love, Um And it walks you through rolling it out in 1994 when we didn't have all the bells and whistles that we get today, where we are today. And here's the key, and you all all know this in business and in um, whatever your team you like, coaches, whatever. Uh, And this is amazing. This doesn't happen because they're all in the Pro Football Hall of Fame. Somehow this group, I, I think it's because they're so accomplished, they check their ego at the door, which never happens. And when, you, when you get that kind of rarefied air in a small space, they check their ego at the door and they do the show, and they really like each other. And they don't have to worry about one-upping each other because, again, they've all got the gold jacket, and they've all got Super Bowls and, and all that. Uh, but it's a, it's a really good article going behind the scenes on why NFL and Fox, with that group, is so successful. So, Blake just mentioned Tom Brady doing some kind of cameo or whatever's going to happen maybe in the next couple of weeks because Fox is going to have uh, the Super Bowl mm-hmm. this year.
4: Can I give you a really funny stat on that? On what's going to happen? if I know Tom's, they're saying Tom Brady's going to do play by, or not play by play, but uh, analyst work on a game, right? But if he were to join the studio, that studio combination right now of Terry Bradshaw, Howie Long, Michael Strahan, and Jimmy Johnson, and I'm not counting Sean Payton because he's no longer there, obviously. Right. Those those four guys combined have eight Super Bowls. Tom has seven. <laughs> I just think for we it's, it's it's easy to forget the magnitude of dominance that he went to in his career. Seven yeah. Super Bowls in twenty three seasons. The rest of those Hall of famers, as you mentioned, four combined, have eight,
3: and it's also I think we asked the question let's don't go overboard. We like to do that when when guys don't stay somewhere and they could have won more. Let's just say Jimmy Johnson wins two more Super Bowls. Do you know where that puts him? I still think he may have, may be the greatest ever I mean, or right there I mean what he did in college? winning a national championship, winning two Super Bowls, the Herschel Walker trade, where he was in personnel and evaluating compared to where the sport was in the 80s and early 90s. Can you imagine if Jimmy would have just coached through the 90s, to, to, through 1999, if the Cowboys get two more Super Bowls and he goes from two to four, where kind of that puts him you know, in the whole Mount Rushmore, if you will, of coaching and NFL and pro football, which I love SEC football, but as we all know, um, you know, the NFL is 100 million times bigger. Out of bounds, ESPN 105.9 The Zone. We are streaming live for you on TheZone1059.com, and we're streaming live for you. On the Out of Bounds radio app. the show is brought to you by Cypress Depot in Ridgeland. Um, you know about the beams that they do and all the cool cypress and hardwoods. They do so much more. Okay? You want to go to cypressdepot.com or call Cypress Depot today in Ridgeland or stop by. Their showroom is really cool. That probably doesn't surprise you considering all the amazing work that Kenny Hall and his team do. Cypressdepot.com. Cypress Depot. In Ridgeland. Now, we talked about Tom Brady to the booth. Jonathan Davis is a top ten player in the state of Mississippi. And he really blew up late. And whenever Bo Davis gets on a guy, y'all remember? No, you don't. Bo Davis from Alabama working under Nick Saban was a recruiting assassin and a really good defensive line coach. And he got in a little bit of trouble, and he had to leave. And that worked out well for Mississippi State with the Jeffrey Simmons recruitment. But the point is, he had to lay low for a little while, and then Steve Sarkeesian hired him at Texas as the D-line coach. And Bo Davis was going to go big game hunting right at the end of recruiting. You know, the Longhorns have a top-ten class, and he understands rural – Sunbelt recruiting rural Mississippi uh, uh, rural Alabama Louisiana Georgia all that and all of a sudden that got that kicked Ole Miss and Mississippi State into gear he made two visits over just a few days to Oxford and Starkville and I don't think you know Obviously, David Turner was a factor, and so on. Arnett's a defensive guy. Bottom line is, Jonathan Davis decided to sign with Mississippi State over Ole Miss. And when you have those battles, and as Blake said earlier, Blake, when you have a battle and there's nobody else, that was why it – because the second signing day is only about a couple of players – It got everybody's attention. Anybody who covers recruiting or follows recruiting, not covers. Anybody who follows recruiting at all was locked in. Right, Blake?
4: Yeah, it's like playing football on Thursday night or Monday night in the NFL when there's no other games around. Everybody watches every play. And that's the same thing with Jonathan Davis. And it's such an interesting juxtaposition to what you, I grew up on as a fan, but what you built the first, I don't know, 15 years of your career of radio on which is the February signing day being this you know climactic I can remember Dan Mullen and Hugh Freeze videos of them in their war rooms as we like to call them on the phone trying to sign this guy or that guy trying to get a last minute flip on a Wednesday in February and now it's like you said it's a handful of players you're you're rounding out your roster the transfer portal week a month ago was bigger than what yesterday was in terms of how many people you're really bringing in,
3: right, right. So, um, Jonathan Davis, excuse me, Jonathan Davis from Lawrence County signs with Mississippi State. You want as many def- defensive linemen as you can get, and you know we'll see how it all plays out. But but as Blake said, it got everybody's focus because so the bulk of the class was done on December twenty first for both teams. Now, obviously, Kiffin made a lot of news and noise with the uh, Spencer Sanders, Walker, Howard news. I guess maybe that was three weeks ago now. Um, But he didn't, you know, he beat out some other teams, but not. Whenever it is a Mississippi State battle for a top 10 kid, well, even, I don't know, people kind of get hot and bothered over top 20 kids, too. I guess the last one was MJ Daniels and MJ Daniels is now at Southern miss
4: Incred- um, incredible.
3: Yeah. Never, never play. I don't know if he played, he played special teams or something at Ole Miss. And that was, a uh, you know, a hot and bothered, holy smokes type moment dominated the day for, you know, a good 48 hours. Um, Mississippi State's not quite as gung-ho when they win a recruiting battle like this. Now, it's a more premium position, Jonathan Davis, than somebody who plays 10 to 15 yards off the ball. But uh, MJ Daniels is now going to play for Will Hall and Southern Miss. And, in fact, he enrolled. I mean, he's a spring enrollee, so we'll, we'll monitor that too. I also want to come back to the fact that Blake lost his phone yesterday, and if you're just now joining us, we talked about how we want want to eat off the floor in 2023 to have a successful 2023 as far as content, our partners, revenue, all the cool things that y'all do for us, you know, visiting Rick's Pro Truck, going to the restaurants we talk about, all that stuff, Um Blake had a massive phone malfunction yesterday. I was off the grid. He actually had to do stuff for the show. I'm smoking a cigar at Spring Street Cigars with three buddies. Got totally lost on an afternoon where the weather's miserable and all that. Wasn't looking at my phone, and the only way that he could communicate with people was, was what college football coaches do dm twitter (laughs) now somebody on our ag up equipment text line said was blake using his burner phone i think he was but here's the deal because i told y'all this earlier in the show and for those of y'all who have just kind of jumped in the car this morning to, to go to work or take the kids to school um so the only person really that dms me is phil Longo, and Because I'm not a big Twitter DM guy, and I don't DM recruits, obviously. So Phil Longo loves to use – I'm like, why don't you just text me? But he likes to DM Twitter. And Blake was able to pull everything together. He not only did he eat off the floor, but, Blake, you got a helmet sticker, which I think is your first helmet sticker In the history of your run on the show,
4: <laughs> maybe it's maybe the first one I've gotten, not the first one I've earned, but that's a different discussion. Oh wow! But I will say, I will say, I almost screwed up because in the in the stress of trying to get in touch with everybody for today, the one thing I did forget was that being over here at Pear Orchard, I needed a passcode to get in, <laughs> and I forgot that. Yeah, and so I had to text you. So this is you don't know this because we didn't talk about this this morning. I called intern Will and woke him up to get the passcode. Did um, you really? How about this for irony, though? And, I mean, not to, like, throw Will under the bus or anything, but what a yeah. what a waste of a phone call. I called him, and he answered after the, after the second phone call. And he, I was like, Will, I am locked out of Pear Orchard. I need the passcode. I, my phone melted, and I had to get a new one yesterday. And he goes... Oh, man, I don't have the passcode because I got a new phone. And the last time I was there, someone let me in. And I was like, Will? Oh, Oh, no. I was laughing so hard. We were about to give
3: Will a helmet sticker. Hot garbage. And now he didn't get one. (laughs) Uh, That may be his... um...
4: I was laughing so hard as I was, like, mad at myself. I'm like, how did I not do this yesterday? Like, but we got in. It's all good.
3: And... Let's just be honest, for our listeners, you were surprised that I was able to find the. Pass. Dude, I don't ever go. I thought
4: it was going to take twenty minutes, like yeah, for sure.
3: And it took five. If but that no, less than that, it was like
4: two minutes. Yeah, two minutes. It was You fast. didn't think
3: that I would get have the passcode to Pear Orchard. Let's be honest,
4: not that quickly. And
3: and I found it, and I sent it because I was sitting there thinking when you hit me on that, I said, oh "My God, it's freezing outside," and Blake. <laughs> is trying to get in to Pear Orchard so that he can get on the board and connect us so that we can do this incredible Sports Talk radio show and talk about your burner phone, how you ate off the floor, how you had a helmet sticker, and the fact that it's National Tater Tot Day. Oh, it is. let's switch gears one more time. We've got Tom Brady retiring to the booth. Jonathan Davis, Mississippi State, Ole Miss. Texas couldn't get what they wanted. They couldn't get him on campus. Um Jonathan Davis signs with Mississippi State, top 10 player. Uh, I'm not going to get into SEC hoops yet because Blake will throw a fit, so I'm going to go to national <laughs> um, tater tot day. We do want to do tip of the cap to Blake Mania for eating off the floor and his first helmet sticker for the out-of-bounds show. We may have to get them made up. Um, that would be now, funny. One of our listeners sent us a silhouette of Blake I now lost it.
4: I uh, yeah, I know what you're talking. About. It's um from Maroon Richie. Okay, I got it. It's a I it's it. what I would call like a uh 18 wheeler tire flap cover. That's what that's what that reminds me of. You know the old 18 wheelers used to have those on their tire flaps.
3: Yeah. That's
4: exactly uh, what I what, what was, I
3: think was of. the show that had the name Angel? Charlie's Angels. Yes. Okay. You may not remember this, but I I mean, you may have called it later on reruns. There was this show in the 70s, and it was Charlie's Angels, and basically film series. Here it is right here. So, no, I don't want the film series. I want the TV show. Here we go. So, it was Jacqueline Smith, Farrah Fawcett, Kate Jackson, and Cheryl Ladd, and they were all beautiful women. And uh, it reminds you of a Charlie's Angel silhouette. Is that is that yeah. good enough, Blake?
4: Yeah, absolutely.
3: And that's what uh, Maroon Richie sent us. Here is your Hugh Freeze helmet sticker, which we may have to get those made up, Blake. It's basically the freeze factor. It is the freeze factor. So uh, Blake Scott pulled a Hugh Freeze, among other coaches, and used his burner phone to make sure that the show was okay (laughs) after his show imploded yesterday. And I agree with Kendall Collins. That's Chef Kendall Collins to our listeners. But Kendall Collins hit me with a text, and I thought he nailed it. And he said, uh, let me get this right. If Blake would grow up and get an iPhone – all his contacts would be backed up to the cloud. Well, Sam. And you could have your, and and Bo, you could have enjoyed your afternoon instead of Blake interrupting (sighs) it while you were at Spring Street Cigars in Starble. First off,
4: you did enjoy your afternoon because it took you like one text message.
3: That's true. (laughs) So so that wasn't a problem.
4: But secondly, it's my, I thought, my phone has the ability, my old phone had the ability to be backed up to the Google Cloud. I thought it was, it just wasn't so that's on me that was user error okay you know that's like uh i ed orgeron this thing there was plenty of stuff there for me to win with and i lost on that one so that was on me but it's all good we're, all right let's go to forward. national
3: tater tot day i thought tater tots were god awful when i was growing up okay yeah, they were they, they they obviously came out of a bag uh, they were nasty most of the time when you were over at your friend's house. The parents were in a hurry and they didn't even cook them through and then they'd throw them on a plate and you'd eat a crappy hot dog. okay, this is nineteen eighty five well, I'm ten years old All right so uh, and my parents didn't have them I, again, another one of those things where my dad was weird and anti that kind of stuff. All right, so fast forward where we are today, just like almost everything in the world of food the, because of our culinary talent both in this state and coast to coast and Asia, Europe, and everywhere. Uh, they have set tacos on fire. They have set, you know, who knew that pulled pork sandwiches could have a culinary flair? Y'all know the drill. French fries. I mean, you, you can go to a restaurant, and they can culinary up and, and put a culinary flair on anything. And that's what they've done with tater tots. And I didn't eat them my whole life. And Blake mentioned that two brothers smoked meats in Starkville, uh, which if you're coming up for the game tomorrow or Saturday – Uh, for Mississippi State, Missouri, you want to hit two brothers and smash some tater tots, which are culinary up, and wings and street tacos, and they've got uh, one of the best atmospheres in the state of Mississippi. Two stories overlooking the district, all that. So, Blake, National Tater Tot Day, did you eat them growing up? And then let's talk about how all the culinary and chefs and restaurateurs are, are jazzing them up.
4: I'll be honest. I've always been anti-tot. Okay. Of the things that I can get as my side, like okay. French fries, onion rings, um, tots, other for like sweet potato fry, whatever you want to put, like tots is down on the list because usually it's like a poorly cooked. It's like not all. It's never good. They're never good. But when you get a high end crispy tot and you put. Load, you know, you put like bacon and cheese on top of it. Oh, Then we're getting into a little bit different discussion.
3: And you have the side of comeback that we always talk about. Then you've got something going.
4: Yeah, then yeah. then we're a little bit of a different discussion. But like if we're thinking like tots, like school tots, no, I've never been. Or even just going like I think uh, Burgers, Blues, and Barbecue. I'm sure they do good tots, but like I'm getting onion rings or fries first. Gotcha. Then I would go tots at the end.
3: Which, by the way, B3 has the, the real deal for us. I ate there uh, yesterday. Did you again, really? You I picked went, it up on. on the way home. You went two for, we had already been this week.
4: We went Monday.
3: We went Monday, okay. And you went again yesterday? Yes. What did
2: you get?
4: I picked up the Dirty Bird Wrap to go, because by this point, I had dealt with all this other stuff, and I was like, I'm not making food in my house. Okay. So I have, you know, I had coupons, as we like to say. Uh, right. Gift cards. So I went by B three. It was just easy. It was easy to pick it up and take it on the way home.
3: Ah, uh, shout out to Steven Soller.
4: Here and I saw Steven
3: three in Madison. I
4: saw Steven yesterday. Um, he was going to give me gift cards, and I was like, "You already Good gave dude. them to me, but I'll take more." Um, love it. Love the it. here's the real question, and I think this is the debate. I, I'm not a tot guy, but if I'm doing tots, they better have stuff on them. I guess. Because then I'm eating it more with like a fork and knife. It's almost like a baked potato, loaded potato. But the question is, what direction do you go with your toppings? I think that defines who you are. Well, you
3: just nailed cheese and bacon are amazing.
4: Yeah, but you could go Hispanic. You could go barbecue. Well, you could go
3: shredded barbecue. You know, I mean, the two brothers of the world already do amazing, you know, pork and and, and uh, that smoked chicken plate you got from burgers blues and barbecue i was jealous on monday because that it looked oh man it looked amazing yeah so it's national tater tot day you can weigh in on how bad they were when you were in sixth grade at school and then how much better they are today yes bulldog burger has amazing tater tots too you're listening to out of bounds espn 105.9 the zone steve robertson 8:30.